Hello, this is Joker the Fool, and you are in the Velvet Room with me. This is my podcast, and in our third episode, we will be discussing Amberlynn Reed and my P.O. Box shenanigans that took place within her little section of YouTube that we call the Amberverse. So I've been a viewer of hers for about three years, and when she started um, showing uh, people to send uh, stuff to her P.O. Box, I decided to take it take it upon myself to send her a copy of my science fiction novel Machine to Man and a letter in which I requested she show me her cat Wasabi and she showed her cat Rarity in that video and I'm still very peeved off about that. Uh, it's Wasabi gate to me because she's very notorious for neglecting her cat Wasabi and whenever he does get screen time on our program it's usually in a negative context or, or making fun of him like you know he likes to sit on paper and Amberlynn kind of mocked him for it so I, I do think Wasabi is a very neglected um, character in, in the program of the Amberverse and I just want to make that known personally but if you do not know who Amberlynn Reed is I will get into that but first I'll explain the fact that um, I sent her a copy of my book um, in March of this year and she did unbox it and like read the letter and all of that it didn't get me um anywhere in terms of marketing because i didn't get like any sales and people did mention it and it was uh, like i did i get some comments so it was it was a bit of a it was fun trolling for the most part but it wasn't um effective in terms of um producing um sales in uh, marketing but it was uh, it was just a more of a, a trolley gimmick than um anything else for me it was just uh, just a fun thing to do and then the next um p um copy i sent was to sin and sass um sinatra says and his uh wife they are a reaction channel and i sent a copy of my book and a letter when they did the whole um p.o box video that that was mentioned and he did um, show the book um, there and then the last um, copy I, I sent I sent to her ex-girlfriend Destiny uh, and they unboxed that and apparently Lexus will um, read that book and if uh, you know they anyone ends up reading the book from you know the free that I mentioned uh, again I am thankful for readership and I, I always appreciate my readers and anyone who even considers buying the book I'm always very thankful for that it's very nice to um, have people be interested at least a little bit in uh, what you're doing and I'll, I'll always appreciate that as a creative but moving on to who who is Amberlynn Reed even it's a bit confusing to say but who is she she is a um, victim of child abuse I would say so she's been morbidly obese her entire life and because and because she was um I, I guess as a response to being abused as a child she formed an addiction to food and she's been stuck in a cycle of food addiction for her entire life and instead of doing anything to fix or try and break that cycle of addiction she's decided to uh, film it and monetize it on her youtube channel of uh over 200,000 subscribers and she's uh she's made a lot of money doing that she's gotten a lot of um influence and uh, I, I would say support um from people over the years that support does decline for most people because they they find out that she's a food addict um and that she's trying to get out of it and then they find out oh she just wants to use it to um enable her 
uh, addiction even more. And she does abuse and mistreat people. Becky, um, her other ex-girlfriend, is the one that people are talking about the most. But she has a very long history of abusing quite a few people. I won't, I won't get into that. There's a lot of things I would get into with this. But if I do want to get into those things, I will make separate videos on those. And I will post those to a... Um, another YouTube channel, and I'll probably put that in the uh, link of the YouTube version of this if, you know, that's something I do decide to do. I decide to put the time towards that, but that is basically who Amberlynn Reed is. Uh, morbidly obese YouTuber um, who is, you know, because of a food addict, it's very tragic, and she constantly tries to lose weight. That's um, lose weight and break the cycle of food addiction. That's basically what her channel started out as, and she constantly falls um, into the food addiction and she uses it to enable all of her bad behaviors and she has you know all these abusive and negative coping mechanisms that she's formed to uh, keep engaging in that food addiction and it's you know not it's hurt not only herself but basically everyone who's um, involved herself in her life and as you know such they choose to get out of that you know that's what Becky did that's what Destiny did that's what uh Casey did, I think. That's what you know, Crystal did as well. You know, these are uh, exes are for past. If you don't know, you know, that you have to get into the, the Amberlynn Reed deep lore, which I wouldn't suggest you doing because this is quite the rabbit hole to fall down uh, into. And it's uh, quite a weird one. So <laughs> that that is uh, what I would say. So there, there really isn't a lot for me to say um, without getting really deep into certain topics. Um, of hers, but I, I will leave it with this. My personal introdu introduction to her was during her cancer arc, which was the most um, famous, um, you know, arc in terms of what the most viewed video of hers was her saying that she had cancer and she had uterine cancer back in 2020, got a full hysterectomy. A lot of people doubt this, saying, you know, she only had precancerous cells and she was suggested to be given a hysterectomy, but I, I operate on, on the fact that she did have cancer, unfortunately, and that she had to have a hysterectomy. But I got in, like, right before then, so it was March of 2020 when I, I started watching her, like, around the time as COVID just started hitting, hitting. Um, that, that's, that's when I started, um, watching her channel. Uh, so the cancer, um, story is very relevant to me because I, I was, I was there for, and that was like the first like really big thing other than the fact that she had her, her ex when it was still, it was actually still her ex at the time. Um, and I guess a couple of, um, you know, her, uh, other friends come and visit her when the, when the whole lockdown was happening and they were like, oh, we're going to social distance and we're going to follow all the rules and they end up, uh, not doing that. So, you know, very clearly hypocritical. Uh, but I really don't, uh, care about, um, people following COVID restrictions. If you watch Hump Day Popery, Doc and I have, uh, mo mocked that to all hell. So I'm not really necessarily going to, um, denigrate her um, for that in the past, but of course, you know, she's one of these people who, you know, wants everyone to take COVID very, very seriously and just shows that, you know, she's a very hypocritical person and she, you know, does whatever makes her feel the best and whatever the most convenient to her at the time, and, and that's, um, that's how she operates, and it's all, you know, uh, a me, me, me type of situation with her, but that is my first um, you know, big thing with, with the Amber first was her, her cancer um, arc. So it's always been a very relevant thing to me. And that's part of why I do not like her 
is because she went through this very harrowing experience. She got her life saved by getting a full hysterectomy, which is a you know invasive surgery for any woman to get. Uh, and she was able to uh, survive it and recover from it and in being given an, a second chance at life, essentially. Uh, she's uh, done nothing but waste it. You know, apparently she might... Um, actually lose the weight this time but you know to me she's in the first part of the cycle where you know everything's going perfectly she's going to lose all the weight because she's finally figured out how nutrition works perfectly or or she does know what to do in terms of nutrition she's just going to execute on it that's um, a meme of hers is that nobody understands nutrition like she does and she says well I know what to do I just choose not to do it so I guess she's now choosing to do it but you know to me this you know part will pass and it'll all fall apart and she'll have to make it look like it isn't falling apart to protect her ego but then you know she can't hide it anymore and she starts um, door dashing um, every meal of the day and eating um, Amy frozen meals in between right <laughs> that, that, that's how she operates and it's very unfor it's a very unfortunate thing um, because she is a food addict, and she is stuck in this cycle of addiction, and addiction is a very hard um, thing to break mentally, and I just do not think she has the power to do it on her own. She needs to be in an inpatient facility or be supervised heavily by, you know, a team of professionals to help her get through this, and she needs to be in the mindset of wanting to do that and wanting to execute on that and wanting to off-her ramp her lifestyle and to not filming her food addiction and monetizing it and I just do not think she wants to do that because the money's too good and she's just too used to it uh she likes the attention uh she'll you know rant and rave all day about how we're fat fat um phobic sociopaths and bigots and she hates all the negativity and yada 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 but she 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 loves it um I would say from my um understanding of that maybe I could be wrong but to me um, she loves the negativity. She loves the uh, um, attention she gets, whether it's positive or negative. If she's gassed up or being hated, people are paying attention to her. They're putting her mind onto her. I guess I'm kind of doing that too by, by filming this, but I've been a long time viewer. I've had a lot of thoughts on her, and I, I did do this whole P.O. Box thing as a marketing gimmick. So this is how, you know, if you are um, someone who watched that. It's like, who's this Benjamin Bodie guy who who sent this, um, you know, copy of a book to a whole bunch of people? Uh, you know, it's me. I'm just some guy who likes to um, write books and uh, watch Amberlynn read videos. So that's that's really uh, that's really it about me. Uh, I've got another podcast that I do, Hump Day Potpourri, with uh, Doctor Doctor Four Twenty. <laughs> uh, interesting name. Right, uh, and you can uh, watch that to learn more about my um, opinions. We're a bit off the cuff. We're definitely not um, kosher by the uh, modern standards, but that's that's okay uh, in my mind. So you can uh, you know figure out more about me, or just you know be more you know in tune with what I think if you're even interested, interested in that by by watching that. But that that aside, I am 25 years old. Uh, and my name is Benjamin. That, that's my real name. I do go by Joker the Fool online. That's what I go by in Hump Day Potpourri. That's what I go by with this podcast. And I am a staunch libertarian. I, I would say that's a popular word to use in politics is staunch. I'll describe myself as a staunch libertarian. Very, very freedom-minded. And that's what um, that's what drives me is to build a culture that's more freedom minded, that's more caring and more compassionate than it was the day before. And that's a very long and slow process. And I suppose um, doing these P.O. Box shenanigans was a part of that. And uh, I, I'm not sure if like 
my obsession with Amber Lynn Reed is a part of, um, you know, the empathy I have um, for general humanity or just, um, you know, the, the uh, oddity of um, her, her, her program, I, I would say. It's uh, more, the most interesting thing you can watch on online these days in my mind, but the content itself is so boring. It's the, it's the meta. It's the deep lore. It, it's, you know, what do you think is going to happen next in, in the life of this 500 pound woman who um like like i this 500 pound woman who lives in kentucky is she actually going to move is she going to find uh, the perfect apartment for her free pets uh how's her mom doing how's her uh next girlfriend doing uh all these sorts of things and you know it only has relevance if you get into it and you like it and you like it and it appeals to you it doesn't for most people i would say it's like a very odd thing you just do not find the um you know the inherent understanding of it if you just you just have to fall down that rabbit hole and then you're sucked in and that's how a lot of people i would say who are in that situation would i guess describe it as you know it is a rabbit hole once you fall down into it then um you're, you're just stuck and you can't get out uh but it is very much um her lifestyle is very off-putting to a lot of uh, people because it's so unhealthy uh, blatantly so and she doesn't want to do anything to really fix it uh like i said she is a food addict and she is stuck in that cycle of food of food addiction and i think she's aware of that she just chooses to monetize it and use it for youtube clout and it's going to be the death of her if she continues uh, down this path and i think she's still in that despite being on this recent weight loss arc it's just the first part of the cycle where everything's going perfectly she's going to do the damn thing she's finally figured out how to properly nourish herself and move her body and establish healthy lifestyle habits and get everything on track but it all falls apart uh usually or every time it just you know takes a while um to to see these sorts of things because she films um you know things in advance um and schedules out her videos and has everything planned out to a t in a lot of ways but doesn't at all so it's all very confusing where things are and where things stand with her in terms of the timeline, in terms of what's going on with her, in terms of some uh, more details in her her show, um, the, the, the behind-the-scenes aspects of um, her, because she is a human being at the end of the day, and she has things she won't share with us that does affect um, the content she puts out. And I, I by no means encourage her to, you know, go scorched earth and share absolutely everything. I think she should get off the internet and get into inpatient care or at least be highly supervised by a team of professionals to help her break this food addiction and transfer her life into doing something where she doesn't have to monetize the fact that she's a food addict um, and trying to break it for money because it just encourages her on some level, you know, even it's subconsciously to stay in that cycle of food addiction because it's all she knows it comforts her and it's what gives her the the the, the check every month um is the fact that she has this youtube channel and it has so much um relevance to a small section of people who are very um hyper engaged the the, the haters and i would say a small portion of those are, are the am babies the uh the people who will just gas her up no matter what she does 
Um, those are the AM babies. There, there aren't that many compared to people who are engaged with her channel who do not like her for one reason or another. Or it's the same amount of reasons. The fact that, you know, she's abusive, she's narcissistic, she's um, notorious for gaslighting people, all these sorts of things. And I could get into, you know, specifically, you know, how she lies and specific um, topics of hers. If I do decide to do that, I will post that to a separate YouTube channel. Uh, I will post that what that channel would be because I, I have made it in the YouTube version of this video. So subscribe to that and, you know, leave a comment down below if you're interested in my commentary on um, all things Gore World because I, I do know um, about the Sean Topolis as well. But that, that's a whole other topic for another day. But to uh, conclude, I am Joker the Fool, also known as Benjamin Bodie. I sent um, free copies of my book to um, Amberlyn Reed, Sin and Sass, and Destiny, um, the last two being a reaction channel of hers and her ex-girlfriend. And it was an interesting experience. It was very um, lighthearted and fun for me, but it wasn't much of a um, it wasn't much of a effective marketing tactic. And with that, I will leave you guys to it and we'll play the outro now. Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to follow my Substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com to read Machine to Man and all my other projects.